You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 235, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley with you here. It has been a minute. <laughs> I say this all of the time. It has been a minute. Now, I will say a few things about the She Runs the Show podcast. So for those of you who are relatively new listeners, number one, welcome to She Runs the Show. She Runs the Show is a podcast that is geared specifically to women entrepreneurs. And I created She Runs the Show a number of years ago. I can't remember if it was three years or four years or five years, but I created She Runs the Show a number of years ago because I felt like we were living in a world and I still feel like we are living in a world where women feel like they can't have both. Um, it's almost that Rob Peter to pay Paul thing. They can't have relationships that rock and businesses that thrive at the same time. And so I created She Runs the Show because I firmly believed then, as I do today, that we do run the show. We do, as women entrepreneurs, get to decide how this is going to go. And when I say this, I mean all of this. I mean our lives, our health, our relationships, our business, who we take on as clients, who we do not take on as clients, who we serve, how we serve them, where we serve them, and what we earn. I'm a firm believer that you run that show. And so this podcast was created with the intention of, of giving mindset education specifically to women entrepreneurs about how do you cultivate a mindset where you do have both. You do have relationships that, that rock and businesses that thrive and all relationships, not just romantic relationships, but an inner circle that is powerful, family relationships that have solid boundaries and that are meaningful, all relationships. And so that is the mission of She Wants to Show. And clearly, if you look at society today, we still are not there yet where, where women entrepreneurs, all of them, know that they run the show. So this podcast will probably be in existence forever because there's a lot more to talk about and a lot more to work on in terms of mindset. So if you're listening to this for the first time, just know that this is a place where I teach you how to have both, how to develop and cultivate a mindset where you can't have both. And listen, I work on this every day. I'm not saying that I'm there yet either. What I am saying is I refuse to live in a world where I put the limitation on myself that I cannot have both. So this podcast is really for, and, and it really, I have a lot of listeners who are not entrepreneurs at all, who are not women entrepreneurs specifically. This is really for anyone who wants the constant reminder that they need to work on their mindsets and become the person who is not their own glass ceiling in their heads who really understands and is reminded on a constant basis that they can have the life they want. Now, will it be work? Absolutely. Will they have to hustle consistently? Yes. Will it take years? And I know this is super unpopular. Hell yes, it will. You will not start this journey of having both and think that in six months you're going to be there. How about five years? <laughs> How about seven? How about 10? Will you still be there if it takes a decade? Just saying. So you will never hear me talk about shortcuts or how to boot camp your mindset because there is no shortcut to getting this mindset. It really is a daily, uh, hourly, minute by minute commitment to cultivating a mindset where even on your worst days, you say to yourself, but I'm the one who runs this show. But I'm the one who runs the show. No, no, like this is somebody else's fault. You know, I, I ended up here because of da, 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 da. We don't do that at She Runs the Show. At She Runs the Show, we may have pity parties. Trust me. 
I, I can throw the biggest, baddest pity party you have ever seen. And I give myself 24 hours to do that. And then I get the hell up. So there's nothing wrong with a pity party every now and again. But the reality of the situation is that there comes a moment where you have to be able to say to yourself, whatever I'm going through, whatever I've been through, whatever I will go through, I'm still the one running this show. And I am still the one who's in control of my experience. And I am still the one who gets to decide what I do next with whatever life throws my way. I'm the one who decides. Nobody else decides for me. And that is a power that once you fully embrace it and once you accept it, no matter what gets thrown your way, I mean, I, I don't, it doesn't matter what gets thrown your way. Yes, it hurts. And yes, you, you know, you, you take a gut punch and you, you might get to the ground, but you certainly get back up because you are clear on who runs this show. So that is just a, a brief synopsis for those of you who might ha be finding me on Sound SoundCloud or iTunes. If you do listen to me on SoundCloud, please go subscribe on iTunes. I love the fact that on iTunes, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure SoundCloud is this way, although I don't know for sure, but on uh, iTunes at least, all of the podcasts that I'm subscribed to, as soon as a new episode rolls out, I get the notice on my iPhone. So if you are listening to me on SoundCloud, but you are not subscribed on iTunes, please go to tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. That is tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. It will bring you straight to the podcast on iTunes. Please subscribe there. Of course, leave a review. <coughs> Excuse me. My voice has been doing something for days. So tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review, please. I would love that. All right. What I just said for the last, I don't know, five minutes segues beautifully into what I want to talk about in episode 235. For those of you who are also listening, you're like, well, where are all the podcast interviews? She runs a show is pretty much a solo uh, interview podcast, meaning I do a ton of solo episodes because literally I just don't have time with everything that I've going on to post-produce and do interviews. Now, will I do some interviews and you'll hear some coming up? Yeah, I have some amazing ones in my vault, so to speak, because it's taken me a long time to post-produce them that you are going to love. They are coming up next month and, and through February. But typically, what you're going to find at She Runs a Show are solo episodes where, you know, we're just going to have a get it, you and me, we're going to have a get it together talk with ourselves. We're just going to get our minds right together. So that's what you can expect from the podcast. Most of the episodes are solos. So on this solo episode, episode 235, you know, something came into my spirit this morning and I thought I had another episode lined up for 235 and I thought to myself, mm -mm, I can't talk about that. that. That'll be a future episode, but 235 needs to be this. And so today's episode, episode 235 is called you're winning, but are you ruling? Before we go anywhere, I just want you to sit with that question with me for a minute. You're winning, but are you ruling? Just, just, it sounds like a really simple question, truthfully. But if you really sit with the question for a second, you're going to see how deep the question actually is. You're winning, but are you ruling? Because see, here's the thing. Lots of people are winning in life. And when I say winning, I mean a number of things. Uh, they are overachievers. 
They are high performers. They are caring, compassionate individuals. When they give, they give with their whole hearts. They, when, when they are asked to show up, when they are asked to make a commitment, when they are asked to follow through on things, they are the reliable, the trustworthy, the sturdy, the give your all people, um, you know, to anything that they do. They literally believe in, they have very high standards and expectations. And so they can be counted on to do what they are asked to do when they are asked to do it and to do it above and beyond the call of duty. Okay. So those people are winning. If you think about it, I mean, are they following through in the things they say they'll do? Yes. Are they committed when they do things? Yes. Do they um, pride themselves on their work ethic and their ability to deliver results? And do they deliver results? Yes. Here's the, here's the, the mind, the minefield of that. Here's the pit, the trap, the abyss of that. Winning doesn't mean you're ruling. Let's get very clear for a second. Winning doesn't mean you're ruling. And so we have a lot of people who are out there hustling, but they're not hustling for the objectives that actually lead them to a space in their lives where they rule their lives, where they have financial freedom and emotional freedom and time freedom. And they are doing what they want to do when they want to do it, how they want to do it. A lot of people are even in their own businesses. I'm not even talking about people who work for other people. Yes, people who work for other people who are climbing the corporate ladder, who are, you know, hustling and working 80 hours a week to make someone else rich, mind you, don't have me go there because I will. Um, I'm sure they feel like they're winning because they're high performers and they're doing super well and they're meeting all of their objectives and people, you know, above them who are getting bigger bonus checks than they are patting them on the back. I'm sure they feel like they're winning, but there is a huge, let me put it this way. There's a big damn difference between you winning and you ruling. And so the first question I'm going to ask you is, are you okay with just winning in life and not ruling your life? Are you okay with that? Because you know what? Some people are super okay with that. They're like, listen, all I really want to do this lifetime around is get a paycheck, a steady paycheck every two weeks and have a 401k and... Um, and I'm willing to hustle as hard to make somebody else rich as I possibly can because, you know, um, as long as they can give me the certainty of my paycheck, which by the way, let me not divert, but they can't guarantee that they're always going to keep you and they can't guarantee that their business doors will always be open and they can't guarantee that you won't get a manager above you who all of a sudden doesn't like you and then gets rid of you just saying whole other episode. I won't go there today, but there are some people who just say, Okay, I, you know, I, I just want the security and the steadiness of somebody giving me a paycheck every two weeks. And I am willing to work as hard as I have to to meet their needs. Uh, if that means 60 hours a week or 70 hours a week or 80 hours a week, I will do that in exchange for the reliability and the steadiness of that paycheck. And so, yes, there are those people winning. Yes, they are winning. They're, they're doing what they have to do to meet the needs that they've decided they're willing to meet. But if you tell me in on the one hand, you want to rule your life, meaning you want control over when you work, how you work, 
how much money you earn, who you work with, how many of your talents and your gifts that you use. If you were telling me on the one hand that that's what you want out of life, you want to rule your life. And on the other hand, what I see you doing is hustling for your worthiness with other people. I don't care that you have a mortgage and bills. So we're just going to not, we're not even going to use that excuse. I don't even care about that. Those, that mortgage still needs to get paid. But if what you're telling me is that you want to rule your life, but what I see you doing with 98% of your time is you are winning in your life, but not ruling it, then I'm going to say to you, maybe you need to reevaluate what you think you want because your actions don't line up with your words. So either you need to decide that you're okay with just winning or you need to decide that ruling looks totally different because it actually does. Ruling your life looks totally different than winning in your life. And yes, when you rule, you do win. But when you rule your life, you win differently. When you win in life, there's many ways to win. But just because you're winning doesn't mean you're ruling. Do you get what I'm saying? So when I, when I ask you the question, you're winning, but are you ruling? I want you to sit for a minute with that because you might do some reflection and realize, well, damn, I'm, I'm winning. I mean, I'm, I'm a top performer, but I'm performing in somebody else's show. I, I'm not in my show, running my show, because it's not my show. And if you're good with that, I say, have a happy life. But if you're like the rest of us who are trying to run our show, you understand that winning and ruling are not necessarily the same things. When you rule, you win, but when you win, you don't necessarily rule. So let me dive in a little bit deeper. Estee Lauder said, I never dreamt of success. I worked for it. Firmly believe this. I, I also believe you dream of success because there's no way to really work for something that you don't have a vision for. So I, I get her point. Essay Lauder is really saying like, yeah, you can have the vision, but if you aren't actually doing the work, then the vision means nothing because the vision's not going to happen by itself. Totally true. So she said, I never dreamt of success. I worked for it. Here's the first point that I want to talk about in this question of you're winning, but are you ruling? Point number one, you can work for the wrong things. There are lots of people who work super hard. There are lots of people who work super hard their whole lives, two jobs their whole lives, three jobs their whole lives. And at the end of their lives, they look back and they go, man, I didn't build half the things I thought I was going to build. You know why they didn't build the things they thought they were going to build over 60, 70 years of working two or three jobs? Because they were working the whole time for the wrong things. You can work for the wrong things. And so a lot of people get on the hamster wheel of just working hard and being able to tell other people how hard they work and being able to show other people, you see my work ethic, you see, you know, they don't say that out loud, right? People who work really hard don't necessarily say that out loud, but you know that part of their identity is built around, and listen, I'm a hard worker too, so I'm talking to myself while I'm talking to you. Part of the identity of that work ethic thing is <clears throat> I am somebody who works hard. I am somebody who does the work. So you're not going to come to me and tell me I didn't work for every single thing I got because I worked for that. And that's a good, I'm not saying it's bad to have that in your identity. A solid work ethic is necessary for any big dream or vision. What I am saying though, is you need to check yourself on a regular basis and say, am I working for the wrong things? Like, where am I putting my hard work? How many hours am I giving to this and this and this and this every single week? And is that really where my focus needs to be and where my work ethic needs to be invested in? Because 
For a lot of people, yes, you're winning, but you are not ruling. And the reason you're not ruling is because you are working super hard for all the wrong things. You are putting energy and time into all the wrong things. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that people want immediate gratification. So where they are putting their hard work are into things that have short-term payoffs. But short-term payoffs do not produce legacies. Let me say that again. Short-term payoffs do not produce legacies. If what you're trying to do is build an empire and build a legacy, but you are hustling so hard in the short term for short-term payoffs, you're not going to get long-term wins from that. So you're winning, but are you ruling? And point number one is you can work for the wrong things. Here's point number two. Big moves require different decisions. This, This is a whole, this one point, What I just said, big moves require different decisions is a whole, this is why I'm building Rebuild Yourself University. I'm not going to say too much about it right now because it's, it's, it's in the formulation stage. I'm building a two-year program for women. Sorry, men. Love you guys, but not for you. Uh, A two-year program, a a two-year university caliber mindset program for women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. I am building it. It launches June 2020. And I'm going to tell you why it's a two-year program. Because this one thing, big moves require different decisions, most people don't get. They say they get, they don't get it. Big moves require different decisions, which also means you've got to have a certain mindset to be able to pull this off. Thinking small won't get you big. And a lot of people, here's, here's the tricky part about this whole thinking small won't get you big thing. Lots of people think they aren't thinking small. Lots of people, you know, they say to themselves, okay, so I'm going to build this, this online business. I'm going to build this online business and it's going to make me six figures a year. And so for them, because they work for somebody else full time and that's their only source of of income, they say, well, that's a big idea. That's, that's a big move. For me, that's a big move. Yes. If you're in the moment where you're a teacher at an elementary school and you've never started an online business before or business before, yes, it is a big move to make the decision that I'm going to now pursue an online business and build it to six figures. Yes, it is. However, very quickly, that big move will no longer be a big move and you continuing to think as an elementary school teacher while you're trying to build a six to seven figure business is going to limit you because every time you, every time you level up, then where you've leveled up to becomes your normal, but you've got to continually level up to continue to rise so that you can rule. Ruling doesn't mean you make one big decision and then you rule. Ruling is a, a constantly shifting thing. Think about it like, like the ancient days of Kings and Queens. You might have somebody who's king for today, but if they're not constantly leveling up and strategizing and building fortresses and managing troops and making sure they know who's trying to come after their territory, tomorrow they could be dethroned. And so there's a piece of this that you have to understand every time you take, you go to a next level, there's a next level for you to go to. So big moves require different decisions and you cannot use the mind that got you to where you are today to create the kind of legacy that you want tomorrow, the mind you have right now can't create that. So you've got to constantly be saying, how do I think bigger about this? How do I make a different decision about this? How do I make a big move? And can I help you out? Big moves require different decisions. And oftentimes those decisions are going to feel super scary. A lot of people use fear and feeling afraid as, as a sign that they're not supposed to move forward. That's not what fear means at all. Fear does not mean, oh, I, I, I can't do this. 
If you're pursuing anything that you've never pursued before, you're going to be afraid because it's brand new territory, because it requires a different version of you, because you have never done it before, because you have no idea how this is going to happen, and because you're going to fail a lot because it's no different than learning how to ride a bike without the training wheels the first time you do it. You are going to fall on your ass, and you're going to scrape your knees until you get into a rhythm where you figure out how to do it. And then after that, you're going to like upgrade to other things things. You're going to learn how to drive a car when you turn 16. This is no different. Big moves require different decisions. They just do. And thinking small is not going to get you big. And so many people think they're thinking big, but really you're not actually thinking big. You're actually staying in your comfort zone and kind of going to the edge of your comfort zone and calling it big thinking. But the reality of the situation is, is that if you're somebody who's a high performer, if you're somebody who's an overachiever, if you're somebody who knows how to follow through and stay the course and do what you have to do, your big move is going to be massively big. It's going to be, it's going to feel super, super uncomfortable to you. And so if what you're thinking about doing right now doesn't feel super uncomfortable and it does not feel like, Ooh, I have no idea how this is going to work out. Then you're probably still thinking small. And the reality that you have to accept, again, are you winning? You're winning, but are you ruling? Is where will my thinking get me if I continue to think this way? Because at the end of the day, thinking small won't get you big. Here's the third point. And and this is another one that people do that I just go foolishness, like foolishness. If a strategy doesn't fit into the long game, it doesn't fit into your life. Lots of people do this kind of well, let me do this for right now because this is going to get me what I need right now. I would ask you to ask yourself a question before you, this is life and business I'm talking about now. This is, this applies to your life. This applies to your business. I see a lot of people doing all of these fad diets. I'm not going to call them out for what they are because you know exactly what I'm talking about. I see all of these people doing all of these fad diets. And then I see all these things on Instagram where I see before and after photos that are less than a year. I'm talking six, seven months before and after photos of these people do it who've done these fad diets for seven months and they have dropped a hundred pounds. Now, once upon a time, I was a personal trainer and I'm going to tell you something that I always said to women that I trained at a very high end gym. If you can't eat that way for a lifetime, then don't even bother eating that way for a short time. If you can't give up bagels forever, if you can't give up French fries, listen, I can't give up French fries for the rest of my life. I'm just saying, I like my French fries. I'm not giving them up. If you can't give up uh, certain foods for a lifetime, then why are you going to give them up for seven months so you can drop a hundred pounds so that you can feel good for about three months? So then when Thanksgiving, Christmas, 4th of July, you know, any major holiday, uh, you know, Yom Kippur, whatever, any Rosh Hashanah, any major holiday comes, then you start eating again and then you start to quickly, it's not even slowly gain the weight back, you quickly gain the weight back. And so I say all of that because people would serve themselves really well. You would actually be ruling your life if any time you were picking a strategy for your life, and that could be career strategy, that could be business strategy, that could be home life strategy. If any time you picked a strategy, you said to yourself, does this strategy fit into my long game? Meaning, is this a strategy that whatever the result I'm going to produce with this strategy, it's A, either a strategy I'm going to use throughout my life, or B, 
the strategy of where I, of getting me to this point, point A, is actually a point that leads into the next milestone and the next milestone to where I want to be 10 years from now. If the strategy you're using does not fit into the long game, then it doesn't fit into your life. Not now, not later, not ever. And, you know, one of the Pinterest quotes that I love says, Decide what kind of life you really want and then say no to everything that isn't that. This is where people get caught up with the winning but not the ruling piece. You you decide what kind of life is ruling for you. And everybody has a different definition of what it means to sit on their throne, put on their crown and rule their lives. Everybody's got a different definition. So there is no judgment as to what your definition of ruling is. You decide that. But there are lots of people who decide what ruling would look like in their lives and then they're still saying yes to all the things that aren't that. They're still saying yes to all the things that are distracting them from ruling their lives. They're still saying yes to all the, you know, the commitments and the priorities and the things that are helping other people rule their lives, but, but taking them away from them doing the thing they say they want to do. Listen, you got, there's a, comes a moment where when you decide how you're going to strategically live your life every single day. You have to decide what kind of life you really want and then you need to say no to everything that isn't that. Now, let me say something about the saying no thing. Saying no to everything that isn't that is a lot of no's. So if you are a people pleaser, if you're a human doormat, uh, if you're somebody who hates to let other people down, I'm just gonna tell you to get over that. I'm just gonna tell you to get over that right now, literally. like. If you are bent upon being the person who everybody can count on anytime they need you, being that reliable, sturdy, uh, truly follow through for everybody else's needs person, then you just might as well stop listening to me right now because this conversation is not for you and you are not going to rule your life because you are living your life based on what other people think about you. And honestly, if if you're good with that, who am I to tell you to live any differently? Like if you're good with getting your satisfaction in life from other people approving you and being satisfied with you and saying how great you are to them because you do everything they ask you to do when they ask you to do it. I'm not going to argue with you. Some people live for people pleasing. Go for that if that's you. But you don't need to be listening to this episode because I'm not talking about living a life where you get your joy and satisfaction from other people approving of you because you are at their beck and call. Because in that situation, you are certainly not king or queen. You are the servant. If you're good with that, be the servant, live your life. Don't listen to this episode because it's not for you. However, if you are the person who says, you know, I've spent most of my life really working hard to make other people happy. And in doing so, I have made myself unhappy and I have put myself last. And I need at this point in my life to be the priority of my life. And I know that the best way that I can truly serve others is to rule my life because from that place of fulfillment and satisfaction and achievement and ambition and drive and self-love. When you rule your life, do you know that you're truly loving yourself? If you know that you've come to a point in your life where you, where you just can't live the other way anymore and, and you're finally at the point where you're like, no, I got to rule my life because that's the place when I am that powerful and I love myself that much. When I'm ruling my life, that's the place I can give the most to others and give on a level so much greater than anything I've done as a people pleaser. If that's where you're at, then this is really important. You've got to get good at setting the boundary of no. 
You have to get good at getting laser focused on this is what ruling my life looks like. This is what ruling my life requires. And I'm completely unwilling to do anything. I'm not mincing words when I say anything. I'm unwilling to do anything that doesn't fit into that. So my answer to most things is no, 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 and no. And if I'm the bad guy in somebody else's story, guess what? You're going to be the villain in plenty of people's stories. So just get used to it. And if I'm the person who everybody goes, well, you know, she can't be counted on to go the extra mile or she can't be counted on. Well, then I'm that person too. Because honestly, my, my crown is not based on what you think about me. My crown is based on what I do when I'm sitting on my throne. So let's just get real for a second. My crown has nothing to do with whether you like the fact that I'm at your beck and call. Because if I'm at your beck and call, then I shouldn't be wearing a crown in the first place. So there comes a moment where you have to, and I really think this is a daily basis thing. This is not even weekly. You have to look at the strategies that you're using in your current life for whatever your major goals are. Could be personal goals, could be professional goals, could be business goals. And you have to say, does this strategy fit into my long game? Because if the strategy doesn't fit into the long game, it doesn't fit into your life now. And it's a no, it's a no. Final point that I want to talk about in this question of you're winning, but are you ruling? Point number four, ruling means you call the shots on what's possible for you. Now that sounds like something super simple to say, right? Uh, ruling means you call the shots on what's possible for you. Let, let me, let me be a little more clear about it because a lot of people deal with this and they get that they decide what's possible for them. But when you rule, it means that you call the shots on what's possible for you. Let me back that up by saying something so people get, because people hear that and they go, well, I know anything's possible for me. And I, I know I can, I can achieve big things and I can do big things and I can live my life. And yeah, 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 you know that, you know that. So let me ask you a question. If you know that you can do anything, if you know that your dreams are possible for you, if you know that you're capable of living a life beyond anything you've ever lived before, why are you letting self-doubt decide what you do next? Sit with that for a second. Why are you letting self-doubt decide what you do next? If you truly, really believe that you call the shots on what's possible for you, why are you, do you understand that there are lots of winners out there? This is, this is where this episode becomes so important. I want you to listen to this like at least five times, just so you can let this whole thing marinate. There are lots of winners out there and the, and the reason why they win the reason why they work as hard as they work, the reason why they go above and beyond the call of duty, the reason why they are at everybody's beck and call, the reason why they, they hustle for their worthiness, the reason why they are not ruling their lives is because it is not their work ethic that is leading them to work that hard. It is their self-doubt that is driving them to work themselves to the ground because they're constantly afraid of other people not seeing them a certain way, not feeling that they're valuable, not wanting them around. And so they work to the bone, not because this is what it takes to rule their lives, but because they are actually letting self-doubt decide what they do next. They are driving performance because self-doubt is in the driver's seat telling them, if you don't work as hard, if you don't do as much, if you don't show up, if you don't, then you're not enough, then you're not enough. So before you go to the place of telling me that you call the shots on what's possible for you, I actually want you to investigate 
why you do the things you do, why you work the way you work, why you put your time into certain things versus other things. And I really want you to look at, is that really your work ethic? Why you work the way you work? Or is that your self-doubt leading the show? Is that you saying, okay, I know how this job or this experience or, or this education fits into my 10 year game plan. So I'm hustling now through law school or med school. I'm hustling now in this daytime job because I understand that the skills and the knowledge that I'm getting over here, working 60 to 80 hours a week or studying 40 hours a week is actually in 10 years going to bring me to exactly the place I want to be ruling my kingdom. If you can, if you can show me a timeline where you say, okay, I see why what I'm doing right now, I see where it's going to take me in 10 years. And in 10 years, I'm going to be ruling and I'm going to have complete freedom in my life. Well, that, you know, then I'm like, okay, I get, I get how the hustle right now is, is, is leading you to the throne. But for a lot of people, they're winning, but they're not ruling. And the way that they're winning is not actually leading them to ruling anything, but being ruled by other people. So this episode came out of the ether because we all need to check ourselves every now and again, especially those of us who have very solid work ethics and those of us who are driven and ambitious and, and will hustle and do what is required. I'm not talking to lazy folks. I probably should have said that at the beginning of this. Episode. If you're lazy, I'm not talking to you because you don't work hard. And so like none of this applies to you. The winning doesn't apply in the rule. I'm not talking to you. But if you've gotten this far, I would assume that you're driven because you would have known I was not talking to you from the beginning. I'm talking to the people who are overachievers. I'm talking to the people who work really hard. I'm talking to the people who, who deliver what they say they're going to deliver. And I'm talking to the people who get a lot of satisfaction out of being the person who gets the job done. And all I'm saying is you could spend a lifetime winning that way and not one second of a lifetime ruling that way. Ruling does require winning, but winning does not require ruling. So you need to investigate your life and really say to yourself, okay, I'm winning, but am I ruling? And if ruling is really what I want at the end of the day, if I want a life where I go on vacation when I want to go on vacation, I earn what I want to earn. I have freedom of time and freedom of mind, and I can get up when I want to get up and go to sleep when I want to. If that is my eventual plan, if that is my definition of ruling in 10 years time, is the way that I'm winning today really leading me to that place in a decade? Or is the way that I'm winning today actually imprisoning me into not having that kind of freedom in 10 years? Only you can answer that question. But let me tell you what, once you get your answer, if you figure out that you are winning, but you are not ruling and that your winning is not actually setting you up to rule in the next five to 10 years in your own life, then you need to change that shit. You, you just need to change that shit because at the end of the day, where you end up in 10 years will have nothing to do with anybody but you. You can, you can blame whoever, whatever, whenever you could tell whatever victim story you want to tell. But at the end of the day, if in 10 years time, you look back and you are not where you want to be, where you said you would be, the only person to blame will be you. And since it will be your fault, then it is also all of your responsibility to ensure that you get to 10 years from now, living your life on your terms, ruling and winning, not just simply winning. That's what I wanted to say in today's episode, because at the end of the day, I know there's somebody who needs to hear this, who never looked at winning as being different than ruling. 
when they are totally different at the end of the day. One requires the other, the other doesn't require the one. And so you need to decide which camp you're going to be in. And if you're in the ruling camp, then guess what you need to do? You need to be sure that everything that you're winning at today is actually leading you to ruling. And if it is not, then you need to reevaluate where you're putting your time, your heart, your effort, and your energy. And you need to put that crown on and start to rule by winning in the right areas starting today. All right, everybody. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you so much for listening to She Runs the Show. If you are not signed up for my daily dose of inspiration, it is a daily email that I send out. You can go to tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. That is tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. You can sign up for the email list daily dose. I will also be talking about Rebuild Yourself University on the daily dose as we get closer to June. So I would highly recommend if you want info on Rebuild Yourself University, which is going to be phenomenal, then you should go to tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose and sign up. And as always, you can check out all of my books, which I'm now getting more and more of them on Audible. So just keep checking because you will see every single week or so a new one of my books. I've written over 20 at this point on Audible. Go to overcomingfearbooks.com. That will take you straight to my Amazon author profile and check out my uh, books there. So overcomingfearbooks.com. All right, everybody, I'll catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 